Hey guys, my name is John Kim. I'm a licensed therapist and life coach, putting self-betterment into a shot glass. Because let's face it, who's got that much time these days? I come unpolished, unrehearsed, on purpose. If you're looking for more of a wine glass, you've come to the wrong place. So I love this idea of playing with time. I remember, and what I mean by that is non-linear. So I remember in college when I first saw Reservoir Dogs by Quentin Tarantino. And I remember um, not only the, uh, the, uh, the amazing dialogue and the way that it was shot, but the fact that he told the story non-linearly, you know, and I was like, holy shit, that was amazing. And so that kind of influence and in, in playing around with time, uh, uh, being whether you're a writer or a filmmaker or whatever, has always been really interesting to me. So when I was working in residential, I would do this thing on my blog called uh, Message in a Bottle where I would plant little messages, secret messages, um, you know, without giving away names in my blog, hoping that uh, that my kids would grow up and find my blog and read these these uh, these secret messages. Um, and so, you know, it, it <laughs> kind of playing with time in a very obviously simple um, way. And so this episode is going to be me doing that again. And so this is what I'm going to do. I have a vision. I have an intention to be a guest on Lewis House's The School of Greatness podcast. And that's uh, – I was just watching it over the weekend. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to actually – talk about it on my podcast as in it's already happened. And so this is <laughs> this is what I'm going to say when I'm on his show. Um, and if I never get on his show, this 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 pod, this next 10, 15 minutes, will I still have a point to all this and, and I'll tie it all together at the end. So on his show I will say I was just watching you on YouTube, my television, and underneath on YouTube, when I, I, you know, it's it says uh, it has a whole line of next videos as all the collection of his videos, and I'm seeing all his guests, you know, all the the heavy hitters and the the, the quote unquote motivational speakers and everyone from like Tony Robbins to, you know, all the uh, quote unquote cool kids in my world, and I'm thinking, you know what, I want to be a part of that party. Not so much th- that I want to be cool, but you know, those are the people that are out there with, you know, millions of followers and people that, those are the people with the megaphones, right, that so many people are listening to. And I just feel like I'm a scrub and those are the seniors and I want to get into that party. Um, I want to hop the fence. So what I did was I turned around, I looked at my computer, my desktop behind me, like, you know, it's in the same room, but it's on the other side of the room. And I was like, what if I just emailed him? So I, so I got, so I got up, I went to my computer and I emailed you and here I am, here I am on your podcast. And the point of this, and this is why, um, I think it, it, this is, this is, this is why I believe I'm here. Not so much to uh, promote myself or, or my message. It's the way that I got on your show, because I really believe that especially today with social media and the ability to contact people directly, um, emails, direct messaging, all that. And, and I know, listen, I know that uh, um, you get a gazillion emails and, and I don't know why you ended up picking me. But my point is I had an intention, I had a belief, and I went and I emailed you and here I'm on, on the show. And that is proof 
that anything is possible, you know, and I think that it's all in the try. I, um, I landed my, 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 uh, my first book agent this way. And I heard her on a podcast and I thought, oh man, I really like this person. She's just New York, old school book business for the, you know, her entire life since she was like 20, uh, I don't know, 20, 30 years in the book business, you know, and she was on the podcast just like talking about everything about that world, but also, you know, the fact that, you know, in an indirect way that she's unreachable, you, you can't just email her. And I remember thinking to myself, I'm going to email her. <laughs> and I sent her a query letter. I just sent her an email with all my stuff. And of course, I worked on it and uh, a book proposal and everything. And she fucking responded, right? And she told me that she gets um, hundreds of emails and she, she can count on, you know, her one hand, uh, the amount of people that in her whole career that she's taken on as clients. And through that, um, I ended up getting a book deal. And that's a whole different story and the odds of that. But my point is this. You can reach people. Um, and Okay, guys, now I'm talking to you listening to my podcast. I'm not talking to <laughs> the, uh, the ima- imaginary uh, Lewis Howes that I was just talking to a few minutes ago pretending to be on his podcast. Um, I want to tell you guys that I, the more that I you know play and the more that I um, stand on my truth and, and the more that I just try to deliver my message and pull from a place of not ego but like – what it, what am I meant to do? Like if I am a messenger, right, and and something resonates with me, and I and if I just believe that that's going to happen, or I'm going to be connected in some way, and I just forget about all the hows, all the I'm not talking about hows as in Lewis House. I'm talking about hows and H O W S, um, because we get so caught up in oh how is that going to happen and logically it's impossible and but and the odds and 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 you know what. I'm telling you that there is magic on this planet. I am telling you that I have experienced some crazy shit. And it's not like, listen, it's not like, you know, I've seen beings and aliens and people, you know, lift chairs with by staring at them. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about things that are meant to be. I'm talking about things that happen seamlessly. Um, and you look back and you're like, wow, what are the odds of that, right? I'm talking about serendipity. I'm talking about um, meeting people. I'm talking about being at the right place at the right time. Now, of course, I also i am all about hard work. I mean, look, I, I write my ass off. I grind. I put, I put my head down and I've really worked hard. But there is magic in this, in this, on this planet. And um, I, I want to kind of end on this other story. Uh, it's one of my favorite stories. It's by Oprah Winfrey. She, I don't know if you guys know the story. It's it's such an amazing story. She before before Oprah, before there was Oprah, she um, as a young kid wanted to be an actress. Uh, her dad said, "No, you're not going to be an actress." And I mean, I, I think the way that she was raised, um, you know, I, I, she didn't want to uh, shame or embarrass her dad. Or I, I forgot I forgot what the reason was, but she decided that she's not going to be. Um, I don't know what she was pursuing at the time, but she read a book called The Color Purple, and she resonated with the character. The um, I think the character starts off as 14. I've never seen um, the movie or read the book or anything, but 
she was like, this is me, this is my story, holy shit. And she went out and bought as many copies as she could. She passed them out to friends. And she told herself, I'm going to be in this movie. And so when Steven Spielberg um, started to develop the movie, I think she caught wind of it or something, she prayed, right? She, she, she set the intention out there. She, she visualized. She had dreams, right? She did all these things. She didn't allow logic and how it's going to happen or what the odds are. She just had this belief. And she went out for a, a movie. She got an audition. It was called like Moon something. I forgot what that the title was. And she was like, "Oh, this is not the color pur- purple." And she asked the um, the casting per- person, "Is this is this the color purple by any chance?" And she's like, "No, it's called you know Moon something." She went, and when she went to the audition, she realized by reading reading the um, person she's auditioning, the character she's auditioning for, that, holy shit, this is the color purple. It was just titled something else, um, probably, you know, just to keep it discreet or who knows. And she read for the part. She waited, never got, got, no, got no calls, and she called the casting person. <laughs> she's like, well, you know, what, did, did you guys pick me or whatever? And the casting person's like, no, uh, there are real actresses auditioning for this, um, and also, don't call me. We call you. That kind of thing. And she, that night, believed, okay, this is not happening. There's no way I'm going to get this. Um, and so she she cried and she prayed and she decided to let it go. Um, that whole thing, um, let go, let God, that kind of thing, she gave it to the universe, right? Then, I think it was the next day, I'm not sure. Um, oh, oh, the casting person said... Something about uh, just really discouraged her in general, like nothing's gonna happen, whatever. I think Oprah thought she was over over too too um, too overweight or something. She ended up signing up for like this uh, yeah this weight camp or, or or something where she was gonna get in shape. And right like that day, Steven Spielberg called and said, "I heard you're going to some kind of uh, some kind of camp to lose weight. If you do." There's no chance you're going to get this part because this this part needs to look like you. Um, that day she went to a Dairy Queen and she basically ate, <laughs> made sure that she ate the any kind of weight that she burned off that day. Um, she ended up getting the role and she starred in The Color Purple. And she wasn't uh, an established actress. She was a, a quote-unquote nobody. And because of that movie, I don't know what else happened after that, but it positioned her um, to then you know become Oprah Oprah Winfrey is with the the TV show and there's another another point there where you know if you are in a movie and you're kind of the star you would think that okay now I'm going to, my my path is going to be in becoming an actress but of course the universe uh, repositioned her and the point of her getting that movie she believes is to set her up for the Oprah Winfrey show then which you know then lines up with everything that she's been doing and her purpose and all that. I think it's, you know, uh, I think it's an amazing story on so many levels. Um, the other, the other piece is the, this idea of wanting something, believing in it, going after it, and then letting it go. Meaning not letting it go isn't kind of giving up, but just trusting whatever's going to unfold is going to unfold. Anyway, I don't know what you guys are going through. I don't know what you're building, and I don't. It doesn't matter if you're rebuilding a marriage or if you are um, trying to get on a podcast <laughs> like me. Um, 
it doesn't matter. What matters is your belief, your intention, and your, you trusting not only the universe, but your story. And throwing away when things are going to come and all the fucking hows. I think that we drown ourselves in all the hows. And when we do, we create ceilings. And I lived half my life in, oh, that's never going to happen. Oh, that's too impossible. There's no way. What are the odds? And if you just live that way, then nothing is going to happen. I had this meeting once, and I want to end with this. I had this meeting once with, um, I wrote this script back in the day. It didn't sell, but it got me into a lot of rooms. Um, and I ended up meeting with uh, Pharrell Williams, um, who I was a huge fan of. I'm still a huge fan of him. I think he's great. And I remember the energy he had. I remember, uh, so basically I was um, auditioning to write a movie, uh, an idea for him. And he was, I, I think he was um, interviewing uh, various screenwriters. I ended up getting one of the meetings um, because of a different script that I wrote. And I remember just being in the room with him and just being like absorbing his energy, right? And he was just on fire and he was passionate and there was so much certainty in his eyes and he was like pitching me the, the, the movie idea he had. Um, and I remember he told me anything's possible. And I'll never free. And, you know, I didn't get the, I don't know if the movie ever happened or whatever. I never got the call back. But that was the takeaway from me um, colliding with Pharrell Williams is that anything's possible. I believe that he believes it <laughs> because I felt it, and that's I think that's why he's where he's at and all the success that that uh, you know he has had in his career. And I want to leave with those two words. I want to leave with uh, anything's possible. Before you go, I wanted to give you something. Something I made, it's a relationship toolkit because the world needs better, healthier relationships so we could all love harder. So go to theangrytherapist.com forward slash podcast. That's www.theangrytherapist.com forward slash podcast. It's super simple. And we will email you my relationship toolkit. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Be well. Thanks for tuning in. I hope the dialogue was helpful. Listen, guys, if you want to be a life coach, just go to my website, theangrytherapist.com, and click on Life Coaching Training, and you'll find our Catalyst Intensive. There's only two things you need to be a life coach, a story, which everyone has, and a passion to help others.